Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. So, as you were just hearing there and also as we watched last night, the Bucks beat the Nets again. The Nets have lost three in a row. It ties the season high for their uh, losing streak for a season. But they losing, losing the back-to-back games to the Bucks in Milwaukee in those mini-series that we've had in a season like this. Kyrie and Katie did play Can in I the interject game. just for one second, Al? You, may- you, you imagine what the storyline would be like if KD and Kyrie played for the New York Knicks and they lost three games in a row? Do you imagine how big it would be in New York? Yeah. Instead of for Brooklyn, back. that goes back to what your, your point about why they went to Brooklyn. Yeah, it would be that, that story of how well, they rely way too much on Harden and you don't know if he's going to be healthy and this might be all for naught. And yeah, yeah, it would be negativity because that's always the place we go to first. And that's why I said last week when we had the conversation, or maybe it was earlier in the week, I don't remember, we do so many Why they went shows. to Brooklyn? That's kind of why, you know, some people don't want certain things and not necessarily saying that they didn't want to be right in the center of Manhattan opposed Ooh. to being in Brooklyn. It's just two different things. You know, it's like L.A. Clippers, L.A. Lakers. Yeah. You, you go to the Clippers, it's like, okay, cool. Whatever you win, great. You lose. Is it covered the same? The L.A. Times still, like, with the same intensity about the Clippers? Because well, I think here in New York, the, 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 the tabloids do not cover the teams the same way. Well, it's not it, with L.A. Times. It's more. It's more the city. It's social media. Mm-hmm. It's the Times. Mm-hmm. It's the radio. It's the the shows. Radio on doesn't. Local radio. They yeah. don't cover the Nets. No, they, they, they barely they, talk about they the do Nets. All, all the local stuff in L.A. cover the Lakers. They don't really talk about the Clippers. So yeah. if you want that heat, you go to the Lakers. If you don't really, you want to kind of just hide a little bit. Kawhi you go to, to the Clippers. What do you make of the, so the New Yorker, the cover of the New Yorker, which always has the the outstanding artwork. Has the three – sorry. Keith said, I've been on there. Oh, you have? I'm messing with Jay, man. So <laughs> You know me. I got an arrogant side to me. I'm very So arrogant. it has – so, so the, the illustration – Very jerk. pompous. It's the, it's the big three from Brooklyn, and then uh-huh. it's R.J. and uh, – R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle in the background, background. Like very small in the background. And James Harden retweeted it, but he cropped, cropped out. out the two Nick players. And it's just the three net players – what do you make of that, Jay? He's well, messing with him. Well, I mean, are we are we just telling the truth about it? I mean, I want you to tell me what you think. It's right. I mean, both are right, right? What does that mean? What do you mean it's right? Well, the Knicks, as it relates to talent and championship aspirations, yes. for where they are this year, yes. are not are in the far picture. ahead yes. of the New York Knicks. So yes. the Knicks are behind them, even though the Knicks are New York City's team and they're coming on their way up. And then for James Harden, I mean, let's be honest. It's James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving. They will be featured anywhere they go in the world more so than R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle. And, 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 and correct me, and you would know, I don't know off the top of my head. You're not wrong. You got how many, not that it really matters in the grand scheme of things, but you got three all-stars. All-stars. To zero superstars, all-stars, well, Julius right? Randle. Well, no, no, yeah. one all-star. Julius Randle, yeah, he made it. Okay. But, but when you talk about superstars, superstars. So see, see, that's where I get what he's saying. Man, what he's good. saying what James Harden's saying by doing that, see, people think, oh, he's trying to start a rivalry. I don't think he's, I don't think he's even thinking of it as a rivalry. I think he's doing this. They can't see us. Like, or, or, they shouldn't or why would be y'all in the even have me on the same cover yeah, with these dudes? Exactly. But that's Thank you. how you, man, I, look, you. man. And it's not a rivalry. It's not a rivalry. It's not a rivalry. Let's calm down with that. It's not a rivalry yet. Yeah. Well, Almost y'all tried to do it with the Padres and the Dodgers in baseball. <laughs> Get them, Key. So now. Get them. 
Okay. See how I look at you? <laughs> yeah. You did this thing now, with your head, I did too. do it the other day, Alan. But do the Knicks have the same star power that the Padres have? No. No, no, no. Let me there, wrong, no wrong, yeah, wrong, yeah. wrong. They don't. No, they don't. They don't have a Tatis. Not, but it's not a rivalry. It's just not. Even Milwaukee it's, in Brooklyn is not a rivalry, even though they beat them, what did you say, two out of the last three? It was just two, two in a row here. Right, yeah. Two in a row. Yeah, it's not even. It's No, you can't manufacture fakeness. That's not real. So how do you make it a rivalry? What has to happen? There has to be some like what well, it has to. Here's how it is: Lakers, it's, Clippers. Is that a rivalry? They got to see. No, man. Exactly. No, Why? No. Because they need to see each other when it matters. The, when it matters the most, and who's dominating when it matters the most. Like the Cleveland and you. Come on, man. Talk to I'm me. I'm with you. The Cleveland Golden State thing with LeBron rivalry. had started to turn into yes. that because they had started seeing each other a lot. Yeah. And then yeah, you the get the Christmas games. Day game, and mm-hmm. you get this. Like this year is Brooklyn going to play? The Knicks on Christmas Day at three o'clock is that gonna or are they gonna send Brooklyn to Philly or send or send Milwaukee to Brooklyn? I'll tell you I what, like, I feel like the Brooklyn Knicks and get Philly a, have a chance. That's the game you'll to have play. a rivalry. Yes, that's, yes, and especially yes. in the playoffs because they'll be a bit of nasty from Philly because they're gonna have to bring that nasty yes. just to beat this team. Like, like, all right, so we don't have James Harden against the Bucks. Giannis even said these games don't matter. He's right. But eventually they're going to matter. And what's going to matter is getting James Harden healthy and getting him on the floor. And then it's going to be, how the hell do you beat this team? See, even if they don't have James Harden, I'm sorry to say it, and y'all can correct me. They got that dude, that long, skinny dude that pulls from over, Reaper. from over here on uh-huh. his hip and pulls in the middle, that, that skinny dude named KD. And they got the dude with the natural and the full beard. <laughs> they, and, and come playoff time. The energy is different. Different. Do with the natural and the full beard, like Joe Harris. No, that's the 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 uh, Kyrie Irving, the Duke guy, Joe the Harris Jersey also guy. Has Jersey the natural guy, the Jersey full guy, beard guy too. baby, the Duke guy. <laughs> Follow Jay Will for the check. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you and who's back? Here's a question. <laughs> it wasn't even denial. It was just like, <laughs> you know, I don't care. Hey, look, Jay, I don't care. Whose bag was bigger? <laughs> <laughs> College basketball. That is fine. Oh, my God. It's so true. But, but still. But I was going to say, yeah. I'm about to cry. <laughs> but here's the thing that's interesting about it. You know, it's not a big deal. Like, it's not like a big thing in New York media that the Nets lost two games in a row no. to a team that has dominated the regular season no. but has paled out. You know, in the playoffs. No, like but not, it would be the sky is falling be the if they were in blue and Because, by the way, what teams have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on the same team? Like, we're talking about two elite of the elite there's superstars. Only, there's, only, there's only probably four in the NBA that have... have name, name the teams that have the Lakers, equivalent Clippers, stars. Lakers, Clippers. And, and, and I know you say... And I, I, I know you say I, I'm Clay not putting hurt. I know you say Clay is hurt and he didn't play this year. But I would put Golden State technically in there. On technically the technically in okay. there. Okay. And I, by the way, Paul Pe- I mean, Paul George is coming off <laughs> this year, last year. You know he's been playing well. So, like, I still think it's out. Like, Kyrie and KD have both won NBA championships. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Clay and Steph, NBA championships. LeBron sure. and AD, mm-hmm. NBA championships. Like, mm-hmm. Kawhi and PG. Not yet. Kawhi championships. PG, no championships yet. So, it's a different threshold. But he's still, but he still got – you still got to worry about him. You hear what I'm saying? Him, I'm saying. Championship Kenny, superstar. Kenny Smith one time said something that I thought was like brilliantly put. Like, the night before you play that team, you can't sleep. 
Yes. That's when you know you're playing somebody oh, legit. The red, the red dot guy <laughs> in football. Yeah. If, 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 I tell people all the time, Alan, when we were in meetings, if the red dot was on the guy, which is the laser pin, yeah, the yeah, coach the pointer, sit back, right. the pointer, we got something to worry about. If mm-hmm. we wasn't pointing you out and you were not in our scouting report like that, miss me. Don't even <laughs> don't even have that conversation with me about some dude. Like, oh, man, he's good. Like, man, we didn't even we didn't worry about that dude. We didn't even talk about him. No. Yeah, no. yeah. And that's why there's very few teams that have even just two. And the Nets, when they are healthy, you expect he's going to be healthy, right? Like, is he in bubble wrap right now, Jay? What do you know? Is he in uh, bubble wrap or is he in bubble What do you know? That was two different questions. You hear that, Key? Well, because you always know stuff. You're dialed in. Yeah. You're like Junior Woj. I, I, <laughs> but darker. I would feel that James Harden is probably in the same, not same kind of bind that LeBron James is in. Like, I think the hamstring Might is a pretty 100%. big thing. Yeah. He had some hamstring issues throughout his time in Houston, too. I mean, it's – I think you won't see him back into the playoffs. Caution, right? Caution. Yeah. They're what two seed right now? Well, that's why I said bubble wrap. Yes. Bubble yeah. wrap, yeah. Yeah, they don't have to worry about playing in the seven ten. And then no. depending depending who comes out on that. I mean, right now, if you were to do it to true seedings, they would go against the Boston Celtics, which Ooh. I would. Ooh. And I think a lot Jason of Jason Tatum and Jalen. That would be a series now. I, I think in of this course. situation, the great thing, and a lot of people probably they'll be touching on it. I'm sure after I say this, they'll be talking about it. Is the, the Steve Nash coaching factor and having oh, yeah. veteran coaches to be able to handle this situation where your star players are on the sideline and you've got to navigate to try to figure game out plan. game planning. That's why people like Mike D'Antoni yes. along with Jacques Vaughn, mm-hmm. that, that's important to have guys that have been in that sort of situation before on your staff. There's a, there's a lot of stake here, Key, about the staff, though. We talk a lot about, you know, can KD do it on his own, go someplace. Now KD's with James Harden and Kyrie. Can Kyrie do it without LeBron James, even though he made a clutch game-winning shot in Game 7 of the NBA Finals to get them a championship? James Harden has never got one in Houston. But coaching staff, too, I mean, Steve Nash has never coached. And Mike D'Antoni, he's never won the whole thing either. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Mike D'Antoni ain't never had – Three of these dudes. That's what I'm saying. Team, it's though. even more pressure though. Mike oh. D'Antoni has had two dudes in CP3, a point guard, and James Harden has been up three one in the series before though. But there's a lot of pressure in the coaching staff too now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, but, but 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 what I would say is the fact that Mike D'Antoni. It was so interesting because I was watching the game the other day and I was like, well, who's the damn coach? He's screaming and yelling and doing the whole. You know, Steve Nash is just sitting there like this. So I'm like, okay, I see what this is. But with that being said. You fail at other spots as a head coach, maybe as an assistant and not necessarily being in charge, you see things at times a little bit different. So now you're able to give the proper pointers to the head coach to display or to relay that to your players. So maybe that factors into – them making a strong run when playoff time comes. Yeah, Nash is there for relationships, of course, and his experience as a player, of course, but he does now have to figure out what does he have once he is at full health because he's only had those three on the court together for all of seven games. And last night after the loss to the Bucks, he did talk about how this late into the season, he has still got things to figure out. We've got a gap to make up here. So we, we understand that's a team that's been running the same offense and playing together, same schemes on defense for years now, gone deep into the playoffs, and that's something that we don't have. So how can we make up that gap? And that's kind of our, our you know, our life in a nutshell heading home here is, you know, we, we're trying to get everyone back to full health, and we're going to try to overcome a lack of common experiences. And 
you know, it's, it, that is our challenge as much as anything. So while we do that, can we be more physical? Can we be more connected? Can we handle and control some of the controllables um, that can help us hang in some of these games and win some of these games while we're trying to put the pieces together? I mean, he hasn't seen it either, even on the court. I mean, this is not its time of year you get a lot of practice in. Now, they will have a week from the end of the regular season to the game one of the first round of the playoffs. That could be a mini-camp situation that if Harden is available, there's your chance now to see what you got. But I do think, or you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I think actually this has allowed them to play a lot of their supporting cast, and let some of those guys emerge to a point where they now all don't know their roles. But the Nets will not be afforded the luxury that other teams have, right? Because of the star power that's up top and expectations that regardless of whether guys play seven games or not, Mm -hmm. you're still expecting if James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie on the floor together, they better win a damn championship, right? Or or at least get there. Or get there or, or get really, really close. But we both know, Key. Not really close. Get there. Get there. Gotta get but there. we all know because you played sports too, Alan. Like, I did. <laughs> kid, don't care. No, no I'm did. saying he did. I did I'm play like, sports. Yeah, he played. Familiarity counts so much. Like knowing the players that you play with, mm-hmm. and these guys haven't had that. That's a huge talking topic that you won't have a lot of talking heads talk about. But since we know the nuances of sport, like I have to, I have to know where Key's gonna be. I have to have reps at where. Think about how with this show. I mean, we have reps doing things together. You, I feel like I know what Key's gonna say. Or he knows what Gladwell, I'm gonna say. Ten thousand hours. There's something about that when you don't have that on the court that yep. goes against you in a big time way. I don't give a damn who you are, three superstars or not. Like you have to have a feel for what guys can do. But, but can they? Can they use the? I guess you would call it a bye week. Can they use the bye week? To kind of get into yeah, a mini rhythm, camp. The, mini camp, into a rhythm to understand certain body languages and sets and things of that nature, along with whatever training they've done in the off season, and then use week one of the playoffs for them, the first round, as sort of an extended training camp where they can kind of get in the rhythm yeah. and in sync before they really start to hit the big boys. Yeah. Yes, they can. The one thing that I will say is working to their advantage is that all three of these guys hoop together for a pretty extended period of time this summer. And That's the important part That's where it popped off. Kyrie already allowed the establishment of, James, it's your ball. I'm yep. playing off the ball. Like, that was important to establish, Critical. and they already took care of that early on. All right, Keyshawn, J. Will Zubin. Yep, that would be me. Brought to you by Nature Valley. Oh, that's all government you. name again. Part crunchy, part creamy, a bit sweet, a bit salty. Nature Valley sweet and salty peanut bars bursting with crunchy peanuts dipped in creamy nut butter coating and 100% delicious. Nature Valley, we are better outside. From New York to L.A. and everywhere in between, from A to Z. I just put that together. That's right. Amelia to Zane. Yeah, my kids' names. I like that. A to Z, baby. So now if you have your next child, will have to be like this. Nope, that's it. Nope. See, I trying to give me one more key. Why is it that we do this? Because once I mean, you have you two, young, you're three. You're still, what's the difference? Is, don't please don't don't oh, you, jump you on go M. Was you right right in the middle of the alphabet? No, it's like when you, you get, it's like you have he a girlfriend. Like, when you guys get engaged, when's the marriage after mm-hmm. that? No, then it's, it's like oh, when you guys having kids? What? What? Stop. <laughs> Where do you get to get caged? None of your damn business. <laughs> Stay out of mine, man. Thank you. <laughs> well, how about this business in the NHL, guys? So the Rangers have called for the removal of George Paros. Now he's the head of the NHL Department of Player Safety, which is an ironic name if you consider this. The league did not suspend Tom Wilson. 
for a, a couple of incidents in Monday's game between the Capitals and the Rangers. Wilson plays for the Capitals. He's notorious, by the way, for a lot of dirty hits. He's been suspended before, fined before. In this case, uh, he punched Pavel Buchnevich while he was down on the ice. Then uh, he took Artemi Pernarin, who jumped on him Jeez. to try to break up the fight, and body slammed him onto the ice, onto his head without a helmet uh, on Panarin's head. Ooh. So Wilson was fined five grand. That's that, it. Five thousand. So that's not a lot in hockey. Uh, it's not a lot in anything. Now he was, and the fine was just for punching Bushnevich. That's basically it. Now Emily Kaplan, who covers the NHL for us at ESPN, was on SportsCenter with Scott Van Pelt. She explained why, well, at least what the front office told her about why Wilson was not suspended at all for this incident. The fall with Buchnevich, that was nothing really there. When he was on the ground punching Buchnevich, that's what earned the fine. But after that, they viewed the melee as just wrestling, something that happens in hockey every night. And the weird kind of part about it is the way the NHL treats discipline is, first they see if it's a suspendable play, and then after that, they look at someone's prior history to determine the length of the suspension. And obviously, Tom Wilson has a lengthy history. So a lot of fans hear all that information and say, huh? What? Yeah. Why? Why are they still enabling him? And that's what led the Rangers to come out as strong as they did. Yeah, bra- bravo, by the way, Emily. And the Rangers then put out a statement, which you never see a team do, calling for the firing of George Paros, saying he's unfit to do the job, furious that nothing will be done. Well, you remember yesterday when we were showing the clip, and yeah. I said, well, it looked like they slipped together. You know, it looked like... Well, he lifted them up and he... But it looked like that they were wrestling and fell together, so... To me, my eyes, that's what it told me, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand the fighting in hockey. I just don't. I mean, they let it's, them. There really isn't any more. Like, there, you'll still have incidents, but you don't have the Man, you're level not gonna of fighting me. like you used to. I don't give a damn what sport we play. You're not just getting ready to punch me while I'm on the ground. That's always been part of no, the sport. Man, uh-uh. Well, no, man. No, so on the ground is a different story. One of the unwritten rules of that sport is if a guy is on, the, you don't punch anyone once they're down on the ice. It's different if it's we're face-to-face and we both are ready to fight. That's what happens in that sport. But once you're down, no, no, no. No, the code is. You so, how do you say his name? Bunovich? Bushnevich. Bushnevich should yes. be looking for Wilson every single day of the week, no matter where it's at. Well, I think the, the, it makes it hard about Wilson is just the history. Yeah, like, he yeah he's got priors. history of doing this. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, but they it, didn't suspend him. Why? Well, that's the problem. It doesn't make sense. They, they play tonight. Rangers Capitals again yep. tonight. Ooh, by the way, I'm yeah. Yeah. both. Evan, I, yeah, I'm gonna watch that tonight, Evan. Yeah, 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 see, I'm gonna watch that now. See, that's, that's, I want to see it. Good and bad 10:50 ESPN Radio. Want to listen to it? 10:50 p.m. 10:50 on ESPN. What time is it in New York? Here in New York. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's where you can if you wanted to listen. I'll be watching the Lakers or something. Also on MSG Network as well. Dodgers. Yeah. Anyway, something it's, LA centric. No, it'll be Dodgers. It's ESPN. part of hockey, and unfortunately, it's when it gets attention. All right, so onto onto the LeBron James conversation, guys. Uh, we did talk to Woj about um, the injury with LeBron James. He's expected to be out against the Clippers tomorrow, as you mentioned. The Trailblazers Friday, which is an important game. They only have a one game lead over the Blazers. You feel like the Trailblazers has always had the Lakers number to a degree. Dane too. Say that again. I feel like the Trailblazers. Always kind of have the Lakers number, like it goes just Dame and the way they match and up. And no Dennis Schroeder, which is a huge part of this, especially when it comes to, to Dame. So here's Woj earlier today on our show about LeBron's injury and how they manage it. He's going to sit out this back to back with the Clippers and Portland, and then they've got Phoenix and the Knicks coming up Sunday, Tuesday. He may miss those games too. 
they've got to get this ankle as close to healthy as they can before the playoffs without bottoming out in the standings right now. They'd prefer, obviously, to stay out of that play-in tournament. That's a lot of the reason why LeBron James came back when he did last week. He saw the losses piling up, wanted to get back and help his team, and you know, re-aggravated that ankle. And it's going to be an issue through the playoffs, the rest of this regular season, into the postseason. He's not going to be able to really get it right until the offseason. Well, I would think Friday's game is an important one, and he's going to sit out that game, which shows you how badly this ankle might be bothering him. Yeah, it's it's one of those deals where, you know, it may be a little bit of a bubble wrap situation, but he's he's hurting. And no matter what, whether we are the sixth seed or the play-in tournament, we at this point just need to get into the tournament. Yeah, you don't even care now. Yeah, yeah, it's just like in. whatever. He's going to say, it's time. That's all, folks. That's why Anthony Davis came to L.A. People talk about him being a top five player. I know it's tough without Dennis Schroeder and LeBron James. It's time. It's time, A.D. Well, he did have 25 and a win over Denver. He's got to keep that going, especially against Clippers and Portland coming up the next couple of days. All right. Question, though, speaking of Denver, is Denver on the West Coast? We've got to find a map. But we do have an expert that can tell us. That's next. KJZ on your smart speakers by saying, play ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Well, that's how it sounded in Green Bay. Let's see how it sounds at a place where Aaron Rodgers could end up, maybe in Denver. So we bring in Brandon Stokely, host of Stokely and Zach on 104.3 The Fan in Denver. He joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. Brandon, good morning. What's up, man? How's it living out on the West Coast, Brandon? How you been? Wait, 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 wait. Well, See, well this, tries- we're not quite on the West Coast key over Ooh, here. The West Coast is more tell California him, and, like, you know, Washington and Oregon and all that stuff over there. We're kind of <laughs> – I don't know what how you classify us over here, but you, you can't classify us as West Coast. Well, I, see, I thought actually because, again, I, I was going to ask you. I was like, oh, Stokely must live in L.A. because it's such an easy commute to Denver, as Keyshawn said. Yeah, people travel there every day. <laughs> All the time. Every day. To there, back. It's easy. It's an hour 45. The airport is way out there. But yeah, it literally, it's about an hour 45 on a flight. Brandon knows it's the West Coast. That's why Aaron Rodgers is targeting the Denver Broncos. What do you think about that, though, Brandon? Aaron Rodgers landing in Denver. Well, I think you know it would be unbelievable. I, I think when you look at when you look at the Broncos roster and you look at the defense that they've put together, the young offensive weapons that they have. When you look at Noah Fant, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, uh, KJ Hamler, Melvin Gordon, 
uh, Javante Williams, their second-round pick. I mean, offensive line much improved uh, from, from a couple years ago to last year. They, they got some weapons offensively. It's an attractive spot for a veteran quarterback. You drop a piece like Aaron Rodgers into Denver, I think the Broncos become a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, that is true, but you named a bunch of players, right? You got to give up something to get something. What are you giving right. up? Well, that's that's the um, that's the million dollar question there. I, who knows? Who knows? I mean, hopefully, hopefully, if you're the Broncos, you give up a lot of draft picks. But what starters would you have to give up? You probably have to give up a young wide receiver. Is that going to be Cortland Sutton? Is that going to be Jerry Judy? You probably have to give up one of your defensive starters. Is that your first round pick, Pat Sertan? Uh, is that Bradley Chubb? Um, so certainly. You're right there, Key. You're going to have to give up uh, something, and, and that will hurt your roster. But it's worth it. And if you have a chance to get a, you know, a guy like Aaron Rodgers, um, it's it's worth it because all of a sudden, you know, your your perennial playoff team, uh, your Super Bowl contender, um, he makes everybody around uh, him. You know, he's going to uh, make them better. So it's a no-brainer if you have a chance to get him. So, Brandon, we're talking about a hypothetical right now as it relates to Aaron Rodgers. Let's come back to what the reality currently is. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about having Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke heading into this season? Well, it, I mean, honestly, it, it doesn't do much for me. Um, you know, you have Teddy Bridgewater, uh, career high was last year, I believe, 15 touchdowns. I mean, that just it's not excitement right there. Um, Drew Locke. Led the league in interceptions, lowest completion percentage in the league. Uh, young quarterback, obviously, probably a higher ceiling than Teddy Bridgewater, um, but uh, just too many inconsistencies. That's hence, that's why they went out and got Teddy Bridgewater. So, um, you know, it's going to be a competition. Usually, when you have a, co- a quarterback competition, it's not it doesn't end well, um, and you'll probably be shuffling those guys throughout the course of the season. So. Uh, I'm not in love with the quarterback situation. I think they have a lot of talent around the quarterback, uh, but you got to have a quarterback in the NFL if you want to try to compete week in and week out with these upper echelon teams like Kansas City, um, et cetera, et cetera. If not, if you don't have that quarterback, you know you might get lucky one week, but uh, over a 17-week uh, season, um, you know you're going to kind of show who you really are, and you, you need a quarterback that can play at a high level. Um, and right now. You know what the Broncos situation is. They they don't have that guy. Brandon Stokely, former NFL wide receiver, two time Super Bowl champion, co host of Stokely and Zach on one hundred four point three, the fan in Denver. Uh, Brandon, why didn't the Broncos take a quarterback at nine in this year's draft? Is it because they're they probably I don't know. You tell me. Sitting and waiting on the Aaron Rodgers situation. Well, I don't think you can wait on Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, if you loved a quarterback, you had to you had to take one at nine. Um, and you had Justin Fields and you had Matt Jones uh, both available. George Payton, the general manager, said he loved Justin Fields, and and he passed on Justin Fields. I don't get it. I don't understand how you pass on a quarterback at that spot, especially when you don't have one that you love. Um, and, and so, um, not sure, not sure why they pass on that position. Uh, I don't think you can. Um, pass on the uh, young quarterback in the draft that you love uh, and just hold out hope 
and just hope that you can get um, Aaron Rodgers or possibly that the Deshaun Watson thing goes away here and he possibly becomes available, you know, in the summer in June or July. I just don't think you can operate like that um, if you're running the organization. So if you love the guy, you should have taken the guy, especially at the quarterback position because, I mean, you all know, if, if you don't have a quarterback, you, you don't have a chance to, to really win and to win consistently. And uh, But they – they said they love Justin Fields, and they passed on it. So I don't know. I, I'm not sure why um, they didn't take either Fields or Mac Jones at nine. It's still kind of confusing to me. Yeah, until Peyton actually talks about it, all we can do is assume it, right? All we can do is, is just believe, like, wait, okay, you like this guy. You passed on him. So that kind of tells us that you had something else maybe that you think is waiting in the wings, and so you can always go next year. Right, so that's sure. it's got to be the thinking is well. Let's get some weapons. Let's get some pieces that we need. In fact, they went defense, didn't they, with that pick? So let's get some they pieces did. that we need, and then worry about it if it does. If if what we are anticipating, maybe what we're hoping can happen, meaning Aaron Rodgers doesn't. Well, we can always get back in the draft next year and get that quarterback. Do you do you figure that's probably that's the most likely scenario that they'll just come back next year and get that quarterback? Yeah, you got to get it figured out. Um, but the Broncos have been doing this for now three or four years, yeah. ever since they drafted Paxton Lynch. They've been putting it on the back burner, and it, they've been roster building. You know, you can only roster build for so long. You've got to get the quarterback position figured out. You've got to gamble. You've got to take a chance. And, you know, you, you can't be scared to go for it. And and the Broncos have been scared to go for it. Um, and so sooner or later, you got to go. you got to do it. And um, you can't just sit on the sidelines and hope that – and pray that, you know, this great quarterback falls to you or you get traded, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers or, or something like that happens for you. Um, so we'll see what their plan is. If they're not able to get Aaron Rodgers or if they are able to get Aaron Rodgers, we'll see what their plan is moving forward. But sooner or later, if you don't get one of these guys, you're going to have to get in the draft and you're going to have to gamble a little bit and go for your guy. You saw the Bears make a big move. I mean, teams do it all the time. It's not easy. It's not cheap, um, and, and and sometimes it can backfire. But if you don't have a guy, you're going to have to go for a guy sooner or later. I'm going off the assumption too, because the 49ers were so forthright about it. Like, hey, we heard he was available. We called. You know, both guys, right? right. John Lynch said it. Also, Kyle Shannon. They both said it. Yeah, we called. We checked in. We were told forget about it. So we moved on in our draft. Peyton had to have called, right? Like, I know he's not being as forthright as them, but. He had to have called, and maybe he was even told. Because AFC, I'd probably rather, if I'm going to trade him, I want to trade him out of the conference. I don't want to see him at all. So Absolutely. AFC teams would have more of an opportunity, and maybe he was just told, well, we got to wait. You know, Maybe sometime in June we'll be able to get to this. And I mean, I'd be willing to wait for Aaron Rodgers. I don't care what anybody says. If, if I don't have a quarterback and I'd have to wait a year anyway if I draft a kid, I can wait till June and see if I can make this happen. Absolutely. I think you had to have called. Um, I've seen reports where the Packers general manager said only one team called. And, you know, like you said, that team was the 49ers. They have said that they have called. Um, and, and so not not sure if the Broncos did or didn't call uh, about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but if they didn't, they should have, uh, certainly. Uh, uh, but, but you're right. Look, if you sit and wait, you know, for a year, and then maybe maybe you hope you get him. Maybe that was their plan. I know they love Patrick Sertan, um, and you know they think he's going to be one of those ten cornerbacks and lockdown, shutdown cornerbacks. And so, uh, but you got to get it figured out. Uh, yeah. you, you, the Broncos got to get it figured out sooner or later. Um, and and we'll see. We'll see how it plays out with Green Bay. Right now, they're saying no, 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 no. 
But all of a sudden you get to June, July, August, and Aaron Rodgers doesn't show up, and, mm-hmm. and then he starts making life difficult. If Aaron Rodgers wants to make life difficult for Green Bay, he can. Right now he's kind of playing the good guy. But if he wanted to make life difficult for him, he certainly could. And he's being quiet, and I think he's hoping something will happen um, uh, where he doesn't have to come out and, and make things difficult for him. But if he wants to, he can make life difficult. And if he does that, I think that's when he forces their hand to possibly trade him. It'd be amazing if the Broncos become like the retirement home for great quarterbacks that win a Super Bowl, <laughs> win one more Super Bowl, right? Like that just sort of becomes like, hey, we welcome every every old quarterback. Come here, win one more ring with us. We'll be willing to do it. Brandon, thanks for the time. Enjoy thanks, your Brandon. day. Thanks for having me, guys. I All appreciate right, y'all. All right, you got it. Again, I mean, that just this seems like the most likely place. And I don't care what he says. I'll wait. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, saying you can't you wait, wait is insane. It's it's Aaron well, Rodgers. I'm waiting for Aaron well, Rodgers. You you I guess during draft time, though, you sit there and you had a chance to take somebody at nine. Unless you got a really good feeling that you're going to be in the mix and they're going to trade him, you wait. Absolutely, you'd have to wait for Justin Fields anyway, wouldn't you? You'd kind of have to wait, develop him. Wait, that's waiting anyways. What's the difference? Well, at least I got him on my roster. Okay, but I can get somebody next year then who's a young quarterback as well. All right, KJZ, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Coming up, yes, caller roulette eight 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 say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. You know how it works. Get in line, and we'll get to you after Key has this from Indeed. Alan Hahn back working for ESPN after being fired as general manager for waiting. (laughs) Need to hire people fast? Indeed can help you beat the clock with powerful hirings. Tools like Instant Match. Just sponsor a job and Indeed will send you a list of resumes from Indeed's database on the spot. They also have 135 skill tests for things like computer proficiency or customer service talent so you can find the first and the right candidates faster. Do you know 10 hires are made every minute on Indeed? Just go that way and it will show you when you need people for work, Indeed works for you. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It's time for Call a Roulette. You know the rules. Don't ask us how we are. We're good. I don't want to hear any of that. Get in, say your name, and make your point, and ask the question. 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. And don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Especially you, Line 5. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest 
with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Giuliani, that's who it was. That's right, it was Rudy. His name was Rudy, it sounds like All right, okay, all right, okay. That was Rudy G. Rudy G from Queens. Okay, okay, am I on? Am I, it's me? Am I on? Yeah, if you pull that, you get an X, you're out. Okay, that's how we're doing this here. 888-729-3776 as we begin. Call the roulette. Let's spin it. Line one. Hey, man, my name is Mal, calling out Jersey. So, I'm a Nets fan, man. I feel like every game, every opponent feel like they got outplayed us defensively. And we never really come with that defensive energy. So, now that the playoffs are starting up, I want us to hit that gear, turn out that defensive energy. I, I, I hear you on the defensive energy, just they knowing those guys. to play defense. Yeah, but they're also, like, let's be honest about it. They're Please. so gifted offensively. They are going to have to go. They have no other choice but to go to a different gear defensively because their defensive bar is so damn low. Yeah, and I think, it has to be better. And I think point. defensively, like Jay is saying, though, when you out there, they understand, but you're going to use up so much energy trying to stay pace with them on the offensive end, you're going to tire down anyway on yeah. your offensive end. Yeah, yeah. you focus so much on stopping them that you're going to be exhausted yeah. trying to get shots yourself. But how about this? As you said, their standard, if you can score 120 a game, all you got to do is hold the opponent to 115. There you go. Well, 115 you, you can hold them to 119 and win. Yeah, well, technically. I mean, who If we're going to do math, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's spin it. Captain Little Man. You call him Captain Little Man or Little? Literal. Oh. Literal. Little. Yeah, it was an extra you know I mean, syllable. Line three. <laughs> Carlos Williams from Memphis, Tennessee. Carlos. Yeah, Yo, what up? What's up? for the Cowboys on the draft. And, Jay, how do you feel and what's your concerns as far as that right ankle, the most important ankle in the NBA today? He said the grade on the Cowboys? Is that what it was? I believe he said grade on the Cowboys. Yeah, hey, I give them A. I think they did a good job. job. They they moved down. They picked up Parsons. They moved down. I mean, they were able to pick up extra picks, and they picked up the kid uh, from Kentucky at the corner spot. So they did what they were supposed to do. Yeah, I would disagree. I think the left ankle is the most important ankle in the NBA. That's what he said, right? He, he was said talking, right, I think. I think he was think referencing right. LeBron, wasn't he? I know. I know. Oh, I, oh, just, I see. But you sarcastic. Just, oh, yeah, it went right. That was bump, bump, bump. Now, did I, I miss I, it or did you? <laughs> yeah, well, apparently I missed it last time. <laughs> um, I, I, look, I think LeBron's going to be okay. But we talk about greatness all the time. We will get a chance to see how great LeBron James Playing through injuries, mm-hmm. that injury, which is a tough injury to play through, having AD, it, it's tough. But if they're all back on the court, Still, the ball's in their court. I'm already writing the story. Spin it. Got to be great. Got to be great. Still. Line four. John from Mount Vernon here. Hello. John. Hey, John. John from, John from Mount Vernon here. From where? From Mount Vernon, Washington. Mount, 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 Mount Vernon, Vernon, Washington. Washington. Gotcha, John. Yes, Go ahead. My question is, who wins the NFC West, and how many of those teams make the playoffs? How many of those teams make the playoffs is a great question. Who wins it? 17 games. Rams 
Rams could win it, should win Rams it. Rams should win it. Rams should win it based on the offseason move. Three teams make the playoffs you in NFC West. It will be Seattle, San Francisco, and the Rams. Oh, there you Arizona go. ain't they. You, you are so disrespectful. Stephen no, A. voice to Arizona. So you like Arizona I because I didn't Cliff say Kingsbury showed you his house on the draft I, and you fell in love fancy like house. everybody else? That's a nice house. If I showed you, <laughs> if I showed them your house, on the draft. You don't got to put my stuff no, out there. No, I'm just saying. No, if I put, showed them your house on the draft, in the streets. you would be sitting there. You sit there with your kids on the draft. People would be like, damn, Jay Woo, Go Jay Woo, I need that. Same thing. That's a good point. Come on now. You know you could sit somewhere in your house and look just as fly as Cliff. Get him, Red C. Like, you know you Get could. Get him, Red C. You know you could. Let's spin it. I like the air. Oh, he looks like Ryan Gosling. For me, I like the air system. Line six. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> hey, this is Ron from Maryland. Hey, hey I got a question for Keith. Do you Dixon? think the Ravens are really going to make Rashad Bateman the fo- uh, focus of the offense? Absolutely, 100%. In the passing game, because you got T. Martin and, and Keith Williams there coaching up the receivers now. Nothing taken away from Coach Cully or Bobby Ingram, but these two these are technicians and they know what the hell they're doing at the receiver spot. Plus, Hollywood Brown could just be Hollywood Brown, lift the coverage. He could come underneath, and then whatever Mills I think it is that they have and whatever the other players that they're going to surround them with from an offensive standpoint, yeah, for sure. If can they, I re- if they can get Julio Jones too. Oh, and if they can, oh if somehow, Come on. If they can somehow figure out how to fleece Julio Jones mm. yeah. away from Atlanta. Which the belief is, right, after, after June 1st, yes. he becomes on the market. Uh, Greg Roman, the uh, OC in, in Baltimore, he said this on their, in an interview on their website. I don't want to call it an embarrassment of riches, but when you talk about Hollywood and Devin and Miles, I feel good about the guys we have. He said the offense really – uh, this offense really one that runs through Lamar. We're always going to do what gives us the best chance to win. When you add talent like that, it's really going to expand our profile quite a bit to play with the kind of balance that we really want to play okay, with. Okay, Lamar Greg Jackson, Roman. let's throw outside the numbers. It's time. Excited about the weapons. Yeah, and he's getting ready to get that check, It's too. time. You got your money. No, he ain't got it yet. He's getting ready, he get get ready to. He's about to. Throw outside the numbers. Let's, let's go ahead and it. spin it. here over to my left line three hear the hills hey guys what up this is willie from dallas what's up big will hey uh this is for key man uh key i'm gonna say uh tmj gonna be the uh, offensive rookie of the year terrence marshall jr what who's tmj tmj say it again terrence marshall jr oh Uh yeah 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 from lsu I mean, offensive rookie of the he's, year. He's got to get healthy first. He's been banged up in and out of the lineup a little bit at LSU. He's got some issues. That's why he slid a little bit in the draft. But he's got to he's got to get healthy. Okay, Spin I it. like him. Can we get one more. Big Willie. Line Jackson. five. Darren Brooklyn. What yeah. are the percentages that Kellen Mond takes Kirk Cousins' uh, Kirk Cousins' job this year? Oh my God! And Ooh. next year, will he be the starter moving forward? Not too much money tied into him this year. <laughs> next year, though, yeah. I think, next I, year, he's reason, saying if he takes the job from him this, job year, from this year, next year, is he the starter next year? I like that take. Yeah, that's an interesting take like for take. sure. Hey, Gronk is on Greeny at eleven thirty. That's no coming up. Everybody, have a great day. Yeah. Thanks for watching and listening. <laughs>